Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, but when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And today on the Gaming Gig Podcast, we're discussing the PS5 Pro and PS5 Slim rumors. All right, Daniel, I know both in the poll that we're going to talk about and in the intro, we called these rumors mm-hmm. of, you know, PlayStation 5 revisions that are up, supposedly upcoming. Yes. I kind of don't think they're so much rumors as definitely going to happen. Okay. And I'll go into why. I have my thoughts on why. But, um, you know, this is a very interesting thing because we, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series generation of systems mm-hmm. has felt a little weird because we had a little bit of a slow start, a little bit of a weird start in that these consoles launched in 2020. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there was a lot of constraints on the you know supplies. Systems weren't able to be obtained by people. So it feels like instead of most people getting it initially and now we're three years out, which we pretty much are, yeah. it feels more like most people got it within the last year or so. Yeah, it's still, uh, it still feels like the generation is like in its infancy. Right. It's really weird. I think, like I said, 2020, but also we've had more cross-gen support than we probably ever have. Mm-hmm. And so because of that reason, it feels like we haven't quite let go of the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox uh, One. Yeah. But specifically today, you know, we're talking about PS4 and we're still, or PS5, but we still See, get, we can't let go. Yeah. But we <laughs> still have lots of big games coming out for PS4, you know. Mm-hmm. We uh, just had Resident Evil 4, uh, the remake, that came out cross-gen. We've got games coming out right now. Like, um, I think, let me think what just came out, like a big one that just came out that is cross Jen, um, there was something that came out very recently. Oh, maybe it was, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember. Anyways, the point is we're getting a lot of these uh, things, but we've had rumors and the rumors kind of shifted. At first it was like, there's a PlayStation 5 Slim coming. Right. You heard about that. It's going to have the detachable disk drive. Mm -hmm. But then recently it's like the narrative has changed and now it's like, no, there's a PlayStation 5 Pro coming. Yes. And um, I wouldn't be surprised for either one. I wouldn't either. But we put out a poll kind of seeing like what people wanted. And the poll was, which rumored console would you rather see Sony release next? Yeah, so at 26%, people said the PS5 needs to uh, hit the gym, get a little more trim, and uh, they think the PS5 Slim is coming. Uh, and at 74%, they said the PS5 needs to take its job more seriously uh, and up its game with a PS5 Pro. More people want to see a Pro. And I... That doesn't surprise me at all. Well, it kind of does me because I'm like... Well, and for a couple different reasons. One is like, what do you want out of a Pro? I think 4K 60, like being super stable and, and common, you know, commonplace is okay. probably... But I agree, it's like... What do you really need out of it? Yeah, I'm like, I agree with that. Yeah, what do you want? Um, But then again, same question can kind of be asked about a Slim model. It's like, Mm -hmm. what do you really want out of a PlayStation 5 Slim? Yeah, I know the PS5 is like super unwieldy. Um, It's a weird shape. It's a super weird shape. You have to use the stand. Mm -hmm. Um, I never used the stand for my PS4. Just laid it down. Yep, laid her down. Uh, I I did, at some points, I did have it vertically. And uh, I don't even think I used the stand then because it was flat, Mm -hmm. Sony. Um, 
But yeah, the PS5 is a weird shape. It's big and it's it doesn't just fit anywhere. I I will say, but I mean, if you want it, I'm sure you can find a spot for it. So if the PS5 Slim is exactly the same but slim, that's kind of weird to me. Right. But, you know, I have some theories on why I think either of these could be a reality. And honestly, I'll just go ahead and say I think that both will happen. I think that we won't just get one. Even though that seems to be the narrative, that we're going to get one or the other, Mm -hmm. I think there's a very good chance that we're likely going to get the PlayStation 5 Slim and Pro announced at the exact same time and released at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could totally happen that way. And and Sony's done things like that in the past. The PlayStation 4 was that way. Yeah. So it's not... That's not weird. When they announced the PS4 Pro, they announced the PS4 Slim. Really, which the PS4 Slim was really not even that slim. It was more like a PlayStation 4 redesign. Yeah. Um, you know, they made it look better and made it slightly smaller. But they announced it at the same time and released it at the same time. You remember the PS2 Slim model? Oh, yeah. That was tiny. That thing was little. I really, like, if you can make a PS5 like that, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. But you They're definitely can't. <laughs> They're not going to. <laughs> you definitely can't do it. We got some comments here. First, let's kind of focus on the the Pro. Um, Divine Hand said, if you already own a PS5, why would you want Sony to release a Pro model so soon? It hasn't even been on the market for three years. There's only been a few games that had performance issues. You can probably count the amount on one hand. Well, I think it goes back to what we said at the beginning. Yeah, it's been out for three years, but it actually I'm kind of counter arguing right now because it doesn't even feel like it's been out for three years. So I kind of agree with Divine Hand. Mm hmm. But if you look at a normal console generation, I mean, three years is pretty significant percentage into kind of what we usually get. Well, so like we we've gotten what like seven year yeah console generations recently. So three years in is okay. We're getting close to that halfway mark. Yeah, and the the PS4 Pro came out three years after the mm-hmm. launch of the PlayStation 4. So it kind of seems like um, specifically Sony has kind of aims to kind of put out a some sort of iteration on their console about three, three and a half years in, which I think what, if this holiday will be three years total. Yeah. So if it releases around this holiday, that would be exactly three years. Mm-hmm. I think it does kind of make sense, but why would you want a pro in terms of the games having performance issues? I don't think that we've had games having performance issues as a result of the PlayStation five. No, it's more like the poor optimization. Yeah. Poor optimization or just poor jobs creating the game in general, mm-hmm. you know, kind of by the developer. But, um, you know, we, I agree that we really haven't seen too many performance issues as a result of the PS5 being lacking. Yes. And if you're talking about a pro model to a current gen console, like we talked about this, we've talked about this before, how the technology is so good now, every time it gets better, it only gets a little better. So the PS5 Pro can only be just a little bit better right now. Mm-hmm. It really can't. There's not a whole lot we can go. We can get that 4K 60, but we've already got 4K 30. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people who care about 4K 60 is probably a small. That's a bit, definitely an enthusiast thing to want. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a PS5 Pro would definitely be an enthusiast product. I don't think it would sell super well. Yeah, it would be an, at an enthusiast price also. I don't know. I kind of <laughs> have a suspicion that when this happens, I do think this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get the PlayStation 5 Pro and Slim. And I think that the PlayStation 5 Pro will cost $500. I don't think it, it's going to cost more. Really? I, I think... You think you think they're going to discontinue the regular one? I think that we're going to have the regular PS5 gone and the PS5 discless gone. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to happen is the PS5 Pro is going to come in and take the spot of the PS5. It's going to be $500. Yeah. And I think the PS5 Slim is going to come in at $400 and it's going to take the place of the current discless model. And I think those are going to just replace the PS5 in the market. And both the PS5 Pro mm-hmm. and the PS5 Slim will not have a disk drive, obviously. Yeah. And you'll have an, a, a, an attachable disk drive that'll cost probably. Fifty to one hundred dollars, and that will make up for the price. That's why they're going to be able to get the PS Five Pro at five hundred. Is because the mm. disc drive will not be there. Is that confirmed? No, well, I guess none of this is confirmed. None of it's confirmed. That's just my. I, idea. I sure hope they don't do that. I think that's exactly what they're going to do. I think that makes a lot of sense because that's just kind of the way the industry's going. But mm-hmm. that makes me sad. I mean, you'll still have the option to put a disc in. Yeah, but it's going to be you know that's why it's going to be a five hundred dollar product. Yeah, is because. No disk drive. It's going to be able to have that pro performance at that, you know, relatively lower price point of mm-hmm. that $500. Yeah. I think that's how they're going to do it. Well, you may be right. All right. We got us a comment from um, LK Prof, Prof, uh, Profi. Nobody needs a pro. There are no games yet that truly turn the PS5 into a jet engine like the PS4. The PS4 was loud. You remember those what? things? That <laughs> thing could heat your house. That, it really could. Um, you know, I never owned a PS4. I've only borrowed your original OG PS4. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking that that thing was loud, loud. Yeah, it was loud. Um, the PS5 r- running doesn't seem to get that way at all. But I will say, when it is, um, when you are like reading data off of a disc to put it onto the SSD, yeah, the SSD, it can be really loud. Yeah, like it, it can be, but the thing is, we're never seeing it get that get that way during playing because mm-hmm. the PS5 doesn't read off of the disk drive, right? So yeah. there's nothing to get loud. It doesn't have a hard drive that's going to be like spinning really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right because I do notice that my PS5 makes some noise if I'm doing an install or or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I've never really been distracted by it during gameplay at all. But I mean, we have fans, and those can be loud. But the fans aren't. I, I really do think that it's a combination of both fans mm-hmm. and the disc drive spinning. Um, now the PS4 fans were loud, very loud. The PS5 fans seem to be better. Yeah, but the disc drive is loud, mm-hmm. but it never runs. So, word. There you go. We got a comment here from Powerhouse Music, <laughs> who said, "I hate having money and need to spend it all ASAP, so I want the pro." I feel you. See, that's what you were saying. You were saying that you think the Pro is going to come in at a really high price. I mean, I would expect that it... Well, I didn't think about it. them trying to you know, replace the PS5 spot. Um, and I still don't know if they'll do that immediately. Maybe they will. Uh, I, I think if it comes in at $500, that's a win. Except for the whole disk drive cannibalism thing. Um, but I, I was expecting it to be you know, $100 more. Something like that. And I think it would be... Mm-hmm. But I think that if they're going to go through this effort to create a detachable disk drive that you buy separate, yeah. why make another model that doesn't utilize that? Right. I think if they're going to make a Pro, I think it's going to utilize that detachable disk drive. Do you think it would be a completely separate box, or do you think that it'll somehow like slot like clip in? in? Yeah. I wonder. My in my head, it was a it was just a separate box attached by a cable, mm-hmm. um, like what you do for a PC or something. Yeah. And I, and I will say that I, I think that's a decent compromise because there are a lot of people who don't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's people like us who really want it. So um, I think that's a decent compromise. It makes me a little sad because I think it's a step in a direction I don't want to go. 
but I'm glad they're at least doing that. We hope. I mean, obviously, all this is just us speculating, but... Well, Randy's got his, his finger on the pulse of the Sony pop line. He always you. has. <laughs> always had my finger on the pulse of the Sony pop pipeline. Yeah, you can quote me on that. I, Ever since we were kids. You know, earlier I said that the... I think the detachable disk drive would be 50 to 100. The more I think about it, I think it's going to be 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. I Sony ain't going to sell you nothing mean, for the PlayStation... For $50. <laughs> I know. They're really not. $100. That's, you know. Put it down. ninety nine ninety nine. That's what like, like that's, that's like the argument for the Project Q. Like if it comes in and it's a good price, okay, fair enough. But we all know it won't. Yeah. And we'll talk more about the Q in a little bit because we have a comment about that. But before we do that, we're, we're shifting gears here for you. This has never been done before on the Gaming Gig podcast. But we're going to talk to you about the gig in Gaming Gig. Randy, tell them what we did. So we have a band called The Wilderman. We may have talked about it once or twice on the podcast before, but we don't talk about it much. Mm-hmm. But we are musicians, and our band, The Wilderman, we put together a recorded concert oh, yeah. that we think is pretty cool. It is and, cool. <laughs> and we wanted to share it with you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to include a link to the video on YouTube of just a recorded concert we did with The Wilderman. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a group where we do all of our own original music. Yeah. And if you just want to check it out, check it out. Yeah, if you, you don't, no worries. But if you do... Check it out. It's yeah, cool. you, you get to see me and Randy uh, for like an hour and a half, and we don't mention games once. Not even a little bit. It's kind of crazy. But yeah. we get to see the other side of us, of what we do, you know, as a big part of our lives as we're musicians. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, I'll, I'll include a link somewhere, and you can check it out. All right. We got a comment from GamerPross40, who said, I always thought the Slim was such a waste of time. Why make people wait such a long time for what is essentially the same product? Just skip to the pro already. There's a good point there. I think the thing that's left out in this comment is that generally a Slim is cheaper than the regular model. Yes. It's not just about it being a smaller product, although that is part of it. Mm -hmm. I think a big part of it is that it's also a cheaper product. Yes, and you can fit it in your pocket. Always. But I mean, like, I do think that companies are always trying to get money out of it and they wouldn't make Slim products unless it made them money. Mm-hmm. And I do think that usually around that, you know, three-year mark, maybe more for some consoles. It definitely used to be longer back in the day mm-hmm. uh, before they do this. They figure out a way to make it cheaper, and then the people who hadn't bought into it yet, they have a reason to buy it now. Yes. It's worked for them. Yeah. The people that already have one definitely don't have a reason. If you've had your PS5 for three years, and you still haven't found a good spot for it. Yeah. Then, you can be a Yeah. The Slim is for new customers. It's not for existing customers. Mm-hmm. Not an upgrade piece. Yeah, it's really not. But, um, you know, we've seen it every time. Sony has mm. never made a console. There was some thunder. Maybe mm. it'll come across in the mics. Or is angry with us. Um, but we've never had a PlayStation console that did not receive a Slim revision. That's why I think it is happening. Yeah. The, the PlayStation 1 got one with the PS1. PS2 got one. The PS3 got two of them. Mm-hmm. We got the Slim and the Super Slim. You remember the Super Slim? The one that had the, uh, it didn't, the retractable, you just had to do it by hand to get um, the disc out. You had to do it by hand or are you talking about, no, I'm, so no, I don't remember. The, the PlayStation <laughs> 3, you know, the original PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. And then there was the second one, which was the PlayStation 3 Slim, which kind of had the mat. Yeah. And then there was the third one, the Super Slim, and it had on the top. Um, the disc tray, you oh, slid yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You like had to do it by hand, and then you put the disc in, then cover it back up. A retractable disc cover, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that was like their super cheap version of the That would feel really janky this uh, now nowadays. 
PlayStation did that, and uh, Nintendo did that with the Wii. The Wii also had a version of it that had a weird... Uh, really? Yeah, you had to put the disc in, and it didn't like have an automatic feed. Just a way to save money. Hmm. Um, so we saw that, but then the PlayStation 4 obviously got one. I think we're getting one. I think we probably will, too. I don't think it's a waste of time. It's for those other people. But why King here has a comment that I think is maybe something that a lot of people think about is that he said, the only reason for there to be a PS5 Pro is just a Sony cash grab from fans, which, okay, maybe. But the Slim makes sense because the original PS5 is big and ugly, which is something we haven't really talked about. It's grown on me. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I never really thought it was ugly. I thought it was weird. I thought it was ugly. Um, when I first saw it, I said, ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever called it ugly. If you know, Maybe I did, but... I always thought it was weird and I still kind of do, but it's kind of grown on me. It, it, it feels like they're trying to force you to have like this piece of modern art in your home. Mm -hmm. And I don't really normally go for that, mm -hmm. but this one plays games. Yeah. I have, I hated it to begin with. I remember when I first saw it, I thought it was very ugly. Now I love it. I really do love the way it looks. I think that it has, it's, I really like that it went for like an identity. Mm -hmm. And when you see it, you know it's a PS5. Yeah. And the statement piece. Yeah. And the controllers are like themed with it. Like everything goes together. Mm -hmm. And it just like, I don't know. I like it. I, I think the Project Q, a lot of people think that's ugly. I think it looks cool. I think it's like it is, it's part of the PlayStation 5 brand. It's a strong brand, it's a very unique brand. Um, not everyone's going to like it, but you know mm -hmm. what? All good art has its haters. Yeah. I The Project Q, what I think is dumb about it isn't the look. It's that it, by all accounts, is just a streaming device. That's yeah. what disappoints me. Yeah. The look, I think, kind of like how I stood you know, on the PS5, I think it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I want to like have it in my hand before I really... Did you see that... Um it, someone like leaked out uh, like they had they got one mm -hmm. and did like a video on a teardown of it and no so I didn't you know go out and look at it oh man I mean it's what you'd expect it's a tablet yeah, shoved a tablet. into a, a dual sense controller yeah but still Sony got a hold of Ultra Hand yeah they really did um all right, hit us with Ray Cheese coming here, Daniel. All right, Ray Cheese said, I don't own a PS5. All will depend on the price and looks. Seriously, a cardboard box looks better than the current design. Again, a lot of people hate it. Yeah. It, it does. I mean, it's weird. I When I first saw it, I was like, what kind of weird, you know, uh, Wi-Fi router is this? Because that's what it looks <laughs> like, you know? I thought it looked like a spaceship in 4K. A, a 4K? It, you look at it and it looks high definition just by looking at it? <laughs> well, that's not what I meant. Oh, okay. But what do you mean by that? I meant it looks like a spaceship that can... Uh, Utilize the 4K resolution. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying, like, it just looks high resolution looking at it. No. All it, of their consoles look pixelated when you look at them. Yeah. I mean, you look, you look at my shelf of Game Boys and it's like... It's just like one big like Jesus block of pixels. Right? It's just a corner of CRT. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do think, I like we've said, I like it, but I get that a lot of people dislike it. I wonder what people think about the Xbox like series console. I think more people liked it. I, see, it's looks. It just has like no, I mean, like I do think it's funny that it kind of looks like a mini fridge or something. Like mm -hmm. it looks like, a, like it's shaped kind of like a fridge. I love that they actually made that mini fridge. But you know, besides it's like a uh, grill on the top that has the color, mm -hmm. it has like no identity. 
so it's like. What do you mean it has no identity? Its identity is in the name. I mean, it, it has nothing special about it. It's just a black box. <laughs> yes, it is. You know? They should have made an X-shaped box. I think that the the project, uh, sorry, not project, the Series S. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Is way, like, cooler. It I've just, always thought that was a cool looking one. Yeah, it's just a really cool looking console. Mm-hmm. It has the, it has something about it. It has the white and then it has this big black circle of the grill. I think that's cool. It is cool. It has a cool look to it. It looks like a speaker or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. And for that reason, the, the new Project S that's all black doesn't quite have the same... Not pro- I keep saying project because I'm thinking of Project Q. You I'm, said Project S, and I was like, "Am I supposed to know what that is?" Series S. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I'm looking at a comment. Our next comment is about Project Q, and it keeps throwing me off. All right. Well, Speaking hit us. Of, with let's Tom's talk comment. about it. Tom Derry says, "I have my PS5 physical edition, not upgrading it anytime soon," which I think makes sense. Looking out for that peripheral called Project Q, though, I like the idea of remote play at a fair cost. Now, will it? I don't. I don't know. What do you suspect? I don't suspect a. A quote unquote fair cost. I, I, I mean, we've we've said before, if it comes in, you know, one ninety nine or below, I think that's a win. I do too. But I don't think it will. Nope. I think it will be like two ninety nine. Agreed. Um, At first, but, I said I, I said it was going to be two fifty. That was my like gut reaction when I first saw it. I was like, I wanted it to be one fifty because that's how cheap. That's one fifty would be great. I want, that's what I want, but I was like, I know it's going to be two fifty. Now I'm thinking it's going to be because I want. I think it's going to be two fifty. It's going to be two ninety nine. I think it's going to be two ninety nine and ninety nine. Yeah. Um, also, I have my reservations about honestly how good it will work, and I'll tell you why. Have you ever done any remote play? Yeah. Sometimes it's really good, but oftentimes it's not. Nope. So I just have my reservations about whether or not just because this one has actually got the the PlayStation branding on it, that it will actually like be like seamless remote play. Somehow, if they make it like really have the mojo with the PS5 and have some synergy there and it works perfectly, fair enough. But um, there's so many variables that Sony can't even control. Like it depends on your own Internet. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just I think this is a really kind of a risky move for them because if your consumer has crappy internet, then they have a crappy experience and they go on the internet and trash you. Right. But I mean, I'm assuming that the majority of what people use the Project Q for will be in home. Yeah. And f- because of that, it probably won't be that bad because those are the that's the best way to do it mm-hmm. is if you're in the same home, you're using the same network because it doesn't have to go anywhere. It just yeah. stays in. That's the best case scenario. And that's what most people will be doing. And so I don't think it'll be that bad for the majority of people, but you're mm-hmm. right in that it's going to be very, very hit or miss. Yes. And I have really good internet. And even in my home, I still occasionally get stuttering if I do remote play. Yeah. So you've, you've done some remote play with your Steam Deck. I've done it on Steam Deck and I've done it on my phone. And I've done, I mean, I've done it in a lot of ways. Do you think that they're going to have not only connect, do you think it'll be able to connect directly to the PS5? So that it's kind of like a Wii U situation. Where, like, it can do both. That would be much better. Yeah. If it could be, like, a gamepad? Yeah. That would be awesome. There, I, I think there might be a chance that it... I mean, who knows? That, I mean, yeah. If I was developing it, I would want it to be able to do that. Because if you've used a Wii U, you know that the gamepad is awesome for mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Now, you have to be within, you know, like, I don't know, not very far mm-hmm. away from your Wii U console to be yeah. able to use it. And maybe they can figure out a way to kind of, I don't know, make it better. But... I think that could be really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I remember taking the Wii U gamepad 
Like if I was hanging out, I remember the Wii U that I owned a fourth of <laughs> lived at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And um, my my buddy's room was upstairs. So that's where his PlayStation was. And the Wii U was in the living room TV. So like if somebody was using the living room TV and maybe I wanted to hang out with my buddy upstairs while he played PlayStation, but I wanted to play Smash, I would grab the gamepad and it worked like top, like up a floor, like through the, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that tech's better now. Yep. And so it's got I haven't very, thought about that. It's got very, very low uh, latency too. So it's mm-hmm. like, it really works well. So if they can figure out that as well, yeah. if they can have, and I think that's part of that, if they can get that synergy, that mojo going between the Project Q and the PS5, mm-hmm. there's a chance that may be better than what we expect. But I kind of, I have low expectations. That being said, I think it's a cool product and I want one. Oh, I want one too. But I don't know that I'm going to get one. Want and need is a very different thing. Oh, yeah. We don't need none of this crap, Randy. <laughs> we got a few more comments <laughs> about this, about the PS5 Pro and Slim stuff. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about our Discord server. Uh, I want to invite you to join our Discord server. We have an invite link in the description of this podcast. Come join us. We talk about games over there every day. Uh, it's also a good place to find out when we post new videos to the main channel, when we go live on Twitch, mm-hmm. which I also want you to know about. Uh, we stream live on Twitch on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern. So That's right. just come join our Discord server. Come check us out on Twitch. See all those things. All I right. try to keep Randy in check when we do these things, so I promise he won't ruin your experience. No. Daniel keeps me in line. Yes. All right. Hit us with old Morris Dennison's comment here, Daniel. Morris Dennison, welcome back, said, LOL, won't even consider a Slim Pro PS5. <laughs> won't even consider a Slim Pro PS5. <laughs> Me neither, man. LOL. And I asked, I, I said, are you not a PS5 pan, a PlayStation fan? He said, no, I've got a PS5. I just wouldn't even consider it if it was a Slim Pro. Like if it was both in one, I wouldn't even buy one because there's no oh, point of upgrading. Wouldn't even consider a Slim Pro. Yeah, a Slim Pro. <laughs> I thought he was being clever there. Um, yeah, I'm with him. I mean, it's just it's just not time for me to upgrade yet. Right. I'm thinking like if they come out with a pro and it can do 4K 60 consistently, like I would definitely like want one, but I don't think I would want one bad enough to buy one. No. The the only system that I have ever upgraded mid-gen is the Switch. To the OLED. Yes. And the only reason that you did it was well, I don't know why the only reason you did it. I know the only reason I did it was because GameStop was doing a heck of a trade-in program. Mm-hmm. I didn't use the trade-in program. I sold mine. Um, I sold mine to a coworker. What made you really want to go to the OLED then? We found out that GameStop was going to have them, and I and I had this coworker who had already expressed interest in my in a Switch. Yeah. And I was like, well, the hype just got you. Yeah, the hype got. And I was like, I love my Switch. I love playing in handheld, and this. And I was already getting to the point where I, I really hated the screen. So, you know, that one made more sense to me, especially since I was able to, to sell my old Switch. Mm-hmm. But I've never upgraded any other console mid-gen. I, ne- I didn't buy, like, an upgraded PS4 or Xbox, nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. never done it. But I'll tell you a console that I would do it for. What's that? The Steam Deck. Well, there you go. What would you do with your old Steam Deck? Would you sell it? I don't think so. You keep it? I think I would keep it. You would like it? I think it's that important to put, put it on a shrine yeah. somewhere? I think I'd put it on the hand. I'd have to like damn near build a new handheld shelf because it would take up the whole shelf. It really would. But, um, you know, I'd probably keep... 
It it's so special to me. I think I would keep it for the collection. That's what I said about my Switch too, though. But then I just traded it to GameStop like it was a piece of discarded trash. Yeah, but GameStop ain't gonna have a trade-in deal for a Steam Deck too, so I'm not gonna have that temptation. <laughs> right. It, so well. Anyway. So we have a comment here from Evan who said, "I think Sony should just leave it as a PS5. Just leave it be. Just leave her alone. Do you Let think, her be. Let her be. I think that's a definitely a." tactic that I think they should consider. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to. No, because they want that money. Microsoft has already said that they have no plans of releasing a mid-gen upgrade for the Xbox Series systems. Mm -hmm. Microsoft says a lot of things. They do say that. Um, We've had the Switch not do a mid-gen refresh, but Nintendo doesn't really do that. But they did it with the Wii. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, Well, I should say with the Wii, they had a finally had a slim revision at the end of its life. But like, yeah, they, I think they did that. Like maybe even when the Wii U was already out, you don't count the OLED as a revision. I mean, I do count it as a revision. I'm talking like a, like a bumped, like a pro. Yeah. 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 Or, or like a slim, I guess they did a switch light. They did a switch light. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nintendo, maybe I was thinking like, I'm thinking like historically Nintendo, like, Mm -hmm. We, you know, we didn't exactly get like an N sixty four Pro. No, we did get uh, was the um, the the NES mm-hmm. the top oh. loader. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. So that that's was true. a thing. I thought you were gonna you were talking about the card that could like make your N sixty four run Donkey Kong sixty four. Oh no, the the upgraded RAM. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like I'm trying to think. Like, did we get ever get like a slimmed down version of a Nintendo console? And we did with the with the NES. We got the top loader. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Nintendo. Mm-mm. I don't think ever got one. Maybe was there a re- revision Super Nintendo? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean the 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 Japanese version, like the Super Famicom, looks different than ours. But, right, but, but I'm trying to think. Did they ever get one? I don't think so. But I could be wrong about that. Um, N64 never got one. GameCube never got one. The Wii did eventually get one. Uh, Wii U never got one, but of course it was a failed system to begin well, with. So those four people weren't going to upgrade. But the Wii U kind of came out in. Um, it had two models to begin with because it had the the white model and the black model. Yeah. So it kind of came out with a with two different price mm-hmm. tiers to begin with. And Nintendo also like you know historically they have like a handheld division. Mm-hmm. And they've up, they've like revised those things to no end. Yeah, they're way more likely to revise you know, the their DSs handouts. and the three DSs and the Game Boys. Game Boys. I mean, they have a million revisions on on all that. And maybe that's why the Switch has seen more stuff because mm-hmm. um, they treat it more like it's a handheld, and they and they seem to like to do iterations on their handhelds. Yeah, and Sony did the same thing with the Vita. There's the yeah, the original did. Vita that has the OLED screen, OLED screen, but it's chunky, and then the second one. Was slimmer, no OLED screen, and they brought the cutting edge tech at the time of micro USB charging. Oh. So they did away with the proprietary charger. I'm so glad we've moved away from proprietary charging cables. <laughs> Me too. So glad that that's a thing of the past. Oh, another thing I want for the Switch too. I want there to be no question and no fear about charging your Switch on any USB C charger. Nintendo, if you do that crap to me again, I'm going to be mad. Watch out. He's coming for you. I'm going to be mad. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I charge it anyway. I'm one of those people that that kind of spit in the face of danger. Yeah. Um, But I've done some research on the charger that I use for it, and it seems to be okay. But 
Yeah. Don't do that crap. <laughs> All right. Going mm. back to the, the PS5 convo here. I've got to get Daniel off this. We got one last comment. This is from Avery who said, I'd rather see a PS6. Wow. Well, that came out of left field. I, um, I, was, I wanted to include that because I thought it was funny. I mean, like, I get the sentiment. Like, I'd just rather see a PS6. It's not happening. I mean, like. It ain't time. It ain't time. I don't even know what, what the PS5 you, I would, can do I yet. would want to know what you want out of the <laughs> PS6. Um, I guess, like, my idea, if I were to imagine a PlayStation 6 right now, it would basically be a very high-end PC you know, that type of thing mm-hmm. where we can play, you know, at like whatever resolution we want. More thunder. Gosh. Thor is angry with us. Um, you know, we have, I got distracted by the thunder. Yeah. But basically I'm saying like a really high-end PC, like that's what I would expect out of the PS6. But we're not at the point where that technology is cheap enough to give it to us at what would be a gaming console price point. Right. Right. Because that's going to be, you know, like even a... Those PCs are not cheap. No, even like a, you know, high-end gaming PCs are multi-thousands of dollars. Yeah. And there's just no way they're going to put that in a gaming console for anything, you know, like even $1,000 wouldn't get you there. Mm -hmm. And there's still like... that's way too much for, you know, gaming console. And there's still like games that honestly don't run any better on like your 4090 than your 3080. Like, like Jedi Survivor ran like crap all over the place. Didn't matter if you had a forty ninety or or a thirty seventy. Like it was, mm-hmm. and that's so weird. Jesus Christ! Is that one of your cats banging into the door? God Almighty! Jeez, that scared us right there. <laughs> your cats have something's wrong with them, Daniel. Whoo! Yeah, I think I think that was a cat hitting the door. They really hit that door too. They're maybe scared because of the thunder. They're saying, "Let me in." Jesus! Oh my gosh, guys! Don't edit that out. I'm not going to. I'm <laughs> leaving that in. That's genuine fear you just saw from us there. <laughs> my God! Well, you know what that makes leads us to Daniel. It's time for the three for Dale Club. <laughs> That's good, guys. You made it all the way to the end of the podcast. You got scared. We with almost us. didn't. We almost didn't make it, but we want to shout you out at the end of the next podcast and thank you for making it all the way to the end. We do that through our three for Dale club. All you got to do is leave a comment with the code phrase three for Dale on the YouTube version of this podcast specifically, Mm -hmm. and then we'll shout you out next week. All right. The first member of our three for Dale club is I believe a new member, the like button, the like button, the YouTube like button became a sentient being yeah. and join the Three for Dale Club. I'm super excited about it. You think this is AI? I think it is. No, it's not It's not AI. This is, it's not even artificial anymore. It's gone past that. It, it's it, just pure intelligence. It am become human. It am become human. That's right. Okay. Um, after that, we got another new member, B-Dudes. B-Dudes, who joined us. Three for Dale Club through the Discord server. Now, mm-hmm. normally I'm not able to catch them on the Discord server, but I caught that one. Um, be careful, yeah. be dudes. Careful. Be careful. I almost left you out because <laughs> I always just check YouTube, but I got you. All right. Next, we got AJK, who we know is our favorite Aussie, Anthony. What's up, Anthony? Thanks for being back again. Next, we got D18 back again. D18, thank you. And up next, we have Memo back again. Memo <laughs> hung out with us on stream recently, too. That's right. 
Uh, next, we got our boy, Tom Derry. Tom. What up, my boy? <laughs> <laughs> next, we got our other boy, the Laninator. What to do, Laninator? I love talking RPGs with this guy, by the way. I mean, yeah. Very enthusiastic about the RPGs. You, yes. you guys are just a match made in heaven for that. And finally, Dale himself. Our boy. Landon Stallings. <laughs> back again for the 79th week in a row. I'm just kidding. I don't know how many weeks he's been I think there, he, I think he's it's, it's I think very he's, close. I think he's like 83 weeks in a row. Oh, more than we won't. This is our 80th podcast, so somehow he's surpassed even that. Are you are you saying you doubt Landon? No, he's a god. I'm just well, going to say. Well, just really really went for it there. <laughs> Shoo wee. This right. thunder. Well, guys, on the door. it is storming like crazy <gasps> right now. Daniel's cats are all in a frenzy beating down the door. I don't know. But uh we're going to leave it at that. So until next time, guys, I'm Randy. Which makes me Daniel. And this has been Gaming Gig. Go Braves. <laughs>